shocking chakras. Soy creamy. Weird dreams. Oh, I'm in my dreams. I dream as if I dream. And I'm in my dreams. I love you, Deborah Gibson. One, two, three, four. Sitting on the bench. Writing's really hard. We need another snack. And that is just a fact. Oh, oh. Hi, this is Shauna. And this is Trisha. And this is Two Girls on a Bench. The podcast. We write on the bench. <laughs> Poor Trisha. Trisha's having a rough time on the bench right now. We snack <laughs> Most of all, we procrastinate on the bench. Trisha is what we would say to a young child is she's a giggle monster right now. She's like completely lost her mind. I've lost my mind. It's it's a little late. I'm sorry. It's a little bit late. Sorry. She keeps trying to record and only records like one track. We've done this take like 12 times. Four times? times, 12 times? I'm I'm, I'm exaggerating. It's probably just three times but. i'm sorry you guys i just can't do it <laughs> but you did it you're fine but it was a long road. <laughs> all right what's our quote speaking of do it nothing <laughs> i don't know if we weren't talking about anything i have a quote speaking of a podcast uh, speaking of quotes that open our podcast about writing but this isn't a writer but it's a great quote so we're just doing that now I just went on a tear, and this was the quote I liked today. Okay, so this is a quote from Mae West, and I'm going to try to do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Support Shauna's Mae West accent. (laughs) Hashtag Shauna does a good Mae West accent. Now you're really building it up. (laughs) That's a long hashtag, too. All right. You only live once, but if you do it right, once is enough. That was amazing. Was that good? That was amazing. I like Mae West. Hashtag Shauna is amazing. Hashtag Mae West. Hashtag Shauna does um, celebrity voices from another era. That's a long <laughs> hashtag. Also. A long, also long hashtag. Also hashtag. Just Terrible. So it was amazing. This episode, we're going to be doing the second half of our psychic interview. Ooh. And it's really great. Continuing Sherry. That was a spooky music. Sherry's magical tales <laughs> that you will hear about. No, they're, it's really cool. Um, no, I got is. to ask her questions that like we were both wondering about, which was fun. Like, yeah, I was no, like, awesome. "What about this? What about I that?" Know. And it's like it's kind of fun to just not really? be like, "Tell me about my stuff," but more like, "Has this ever happened to you? Has yeah, that ever happened yeah. to you?" Because you do wonder, like, if you're psychic, like, does do, like, weird shit just happen to you all the time? Evil stuff happen to you? Yeah, or, yeah, no, fine. Like, out. like what you see in a movie. Like, yeah. right? we only know what we see or read. Because that's how we are. Really, this whole interview <laughs> is an excuse to ask Sherry the burning questions we've always had. <laughs> and we're like, she will now listen and be like, "I knew that already." Did you? Did we talk about? Yeah, how we like texted her the questions, and then she no. First, she said, "I don't know if I did." I think it was before we started recording. I can't. Okay, I'm like trying to remember the chain of events. So you texted me. Yeah, I'm like, we should send the question. 
What did I you said, say? I said, I, I need to see the questions because you had written them. Yeah, I'd written questions and for you the interview. Like, I have a migraine. I'm going to bed. I'll tell you on the drive. Yeah, tomorrow. I was like, fuck, like a, fuck you. I'm yeah, not getting fuck up. Fuck you, Trisha. I, I was have, like, my book is have, downstairs. Yes. I we have a 40 minute drive tomorrow. I'll tell you on the drive. And I was like, oh, okay. A second later, Sherry texts, Do you have questions for me that I can see before I see you guys? And we were like, And I was like, She's psychic. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's totally psychic. <laughs> And then we were like, whoa, <laughs> and then I just had to remember the questions because I still and could then not Shana go downstairs. remembered them and texted them miraculously for Sherry. Shauna was like not unavailable to text the questions. Well, I just made them up because then then I felt like I had to do it. Yeah, because it wasn't just you. It was pressure because it wasn't <laughs> it was just an me. outside person. No, see, but therein lies the truth, right there. Uh, yeah. Because you know, because I don't count. Because you're like family. Because I don't matter. Your family, it's and I can important. tell you I have a migraine. It's okay. And I can just turn off. And you can turn your phone off and lie to me. And then <laughs> There's no text lying. Somebody else. I'm not lying. But if she had texted you without me on the text, you would I have, just felt obligated. I'm just kidding. You, shut up. Why? <laughs> this is a weird conversation. Totally. I'm going to cut that part out. No, okay. It's funny. Next time, or not. I mean, next we have what's next? <laughs> <laughs> oh, snack. Wait. No. First, first, we're gonna talk about our podiversary. Oh, and we shit. sound like an old married podcast couple uh, right now with our little dumb arguments. So it's only perfect. one year, guys. It's perfect. One year, one year. Next we, week, we made it a year. The nineteenth is our podiversary, and coincidentally, our first episode dropped on the nineteenth of February last year. I don't know if it was a Tuesday or what, but it dropped on the nineteenth. So. We literally have a podiversary, like on boom, the day, on the day. So what will we do? I don't know. We've been talking about getting tattoos. Shauna wants to get a tattoo on her wrist, you guys, like like on her palm facing up on her wrist, and I think she'll hate it. So then and we then she will one? bitch about it forever to me, and she'll be like. Oh my god! Why did you? Let why me will get, I do that? Why did you let me get this tattoo on my wrist? It's so weird, and I see it all the time. It's like in my face, and I can't cover it up, and it's like out there. And I thought it was cool, but it's not. I'm like, why did Those I get this? Those are the weird... things she will say. And to I'll me. be like, why did I get this weird tattoo of May West face? <laughs> <laughs> and then I like make it talk to me. I'm like, why don't you look at my wrist? <laughs> look, mine already faded off. <laughs> So then we drew oh, them on our hands. I mean, on our wrists. I drew mine with my left hand, which is why, first of all, it looks terrible. Also, like I'm not a, an artist. A weird fucked up hashtag. Also, I drew with a purple pen. So we're trying to draw a bench, by the way. Okay. So I drew a bench. I mine might do way words. too big. Yours looks really big. <laughs> it looks You're like as big as Mae West's face is going to be it looks, it looks. It almost looks like a fucking QR code or something. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. No. That's no. stupid. Okay, Don't do that shit. Okay. Or like that a barcode. Won't exist by the like time a weird we barcode. Like what are we like? We don't want to get tattoos right here. That's like isn't that like where they put them for the Holocaust? No, that's like up here. Oh, but that doesn't. I'll cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> it just occurred to me. I was like, oh my god, no, if we get like some lines right there, it's no, gonna look weird. No. I, I don't know. Up here, people. I thought it was right. Usually, but it was, like, it was here. like here. Oh. I don't know. We're doing a lot of pointing and gesturing. Uh, gesturing. Gesturing. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's a little late. I think I can't. may still be tired. No, but gesture and gesture has like always been really hard. 
<laughs> She'd be like, she used to do these, they were called gesture drawings, and she used to call them gesture drawings, and I was like, what are they? Because gesture sounds like a clown, and they... Gesture, not gesture. I picture the word differently in my head, and it comes out of my mouth in a weird <laughs> way. wrong. Okay, so, okay, I'll, I'll have to put a poll. Should we get a tattoo? Should it say the word right? I feel like that would be a cool word to write across our wrist. Should it say write it, bitch? <laughs> write it, bitch. And then, like, my kids can't look at it. Yeah, I'm 12. all, that's like, I'm have to, I'd have to put that somewhere hidden, like on my side In your or armpit. something. Yeah. Somewhere where nobody. On your butt. Only advanced age people can see it. I don't advanced even know what I'm saying. Only the retirement community can look at Shauna's tattoo because it has a bad grown-up word. Um, Yeah, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do either. I wanted, there's some quotes that I'd like to do, but they're kind of long. Some quotes? Yeah. Okay. Not like our quotes. quotes Oh, like like, quotes on a tattoo, you mean? Yeah. I thought you meant just read them, and I'm like, that's not really exciting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you read quotes all the time. All right. No, not me. I was actually joking about that. So like a quote, I feel like would be better suited somewhere else, like on a back of a shoulder. Yeah, this is too big. For the the wrist, it's just like a little symbol or something. You have to either have a symbol or one word. Just like one word. Or like back of the ear. I'm talking about that. That would be cool. Or like... Maybe lower back of the neck. Yeah. But I kind of want it to be somewhere where I can see it. You can it. see it. Yeah. Upper, I'm all upper on thigh. <laughs> full on upper thigh. Full thigh the, spread. Just the whole I'm going to attribute that to Paul Poundstone. That's not my joke. thigh spread. Yeah. Full thigh spread words. Just, <laughs> just fill it up. Like a really long Just quote. like a whole chapter. <laughs> Whatever the fuck was that? It was the best just, of times. It was just like the worst call of me times. Ishmael. Just like go on from there. Just fill that shit up, oh. and then no one will worry about your full thigh spread anymore. Neither will you because you'll be like, oh my god, fucking chapter fits on my thigh. <laughs> I'll be like, I got the I'm a whole bad yeah motherfucker. I can do the whole quote or like a whole sonnet or something, right? like something long. All right there, the something whole thing. wide. <laughs> Maybe not a sonnet. Oh, my God. Where did this conversation go? It went to the place it needed to be. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to celebrate the anniversary. There'll probably be, like, a lot of snacks. There should be I mean, several. there should be, like, a big yeah. snack-aversary, like, pot-aversary, I feel like maybe we should right take aversary. every song that we've tried to sing on the podcast and mash them together into one medley. That's, oh my. A, that's a big feat. That, why would you come? Why would you make that? That's why so would hard. you make that a goal <laughs> for yourself, Trisha? So hard. I don't know. I don't know why, but I wish someone would do that for me. Now you have to do it. Maybe someone else wants to do Maybe that. Maybe we'll for pick me. our favorite songs that we did. <laughs> Actually, that might be kind of fun, right? Like this like, little medley. Well, we didn't. We didn't do the quote thing. I mean, I'm sorry. Not we the didn't. Quotes. The words. The whole time. No. We started like, that later. Yeah, I don't remember what episode we started doing either. that. But, like, what if we went through... There were there were singing on almost every episode. We can't do that. I can almost guarantee. But we could pick, like, 40-something episodes. Two songs. Top two. <laughs> I'm trying to make it easier. Girl, I'm going to do something really complicated. I'm going to stay up till 4 in the morning. 
and I'm going to listen to every single podcast. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> wow. All right. You were so serious right this now. This snapbook you said that. is melting. Oh, yeah. Oh, we shit. must move on. We need to get to our snapbook. <laughs> Give me that snapbook. <laughs> I'm having a snack. Yes. It's called Soy Creamy. <laughs> I don't know why that was lewd. It's a soy <laughs> non-dairy frozen dessert. Well, that just took all the sexiness right out of there. <laughs> non-dairy frozen dessert. Cherry chocolate chip. It's Nothing. from Trader Joe's. It's actually really good. No dessert should be called frozen dessert. Just name it and go with it. Don't call it frozen dessert. Just call it soy creamy. <laughs> <laughs> or even like soy ice cream. It sounds really dirty. So this is actually like one of my favorite snacks. You are. Because <laughs> right. Because I've been taking these gluten-free cookies and like heating them up in the microwave. <laughs> I can't do the Heimlich maneuver right now. I just can't. Don't choke on a chocolate chip or a cherry. I'm good, I'm good. There's so much alliteration. I'm Don't good. choke on a chocolate chip cherry. I'm good, I'm good. I'm good. All right. I would heat up the cookie in the microwave, and then I would put this this soy creamy <laughs> dessert beverage, or what's it called? Dessert beverage. It's frozen non-dairy <laughs> dessert. <laughs> the worst name. And I, but it was really good. I've already ruined it for everybody, but it was delicious. Okay, so I had this dream that you and I had a job. And we didn't know what the job was. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that sounds like this podcast. I know. So we were sitting in this room together, and they gave us a whole bunch of candy and popcorn. What? <laughs> was it? Were we dead? Was it heaven? <laughs> no. Were we I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. So we were sitting there together, and we had all these like mini marshmallows and popcorn. <laughs> and we're we're like, it, and we're just like talking but we were supposed to be testing it for movie popcorn snacks oh which is like the perfect job for us right can someone if that's a job guys. is that a job happen can we do this <laughs> so in my dream Pop it was a secret. job soy creamy except, Anybody. <laughs> except show up for us we didn't know that was our job, so we just fucked around and ate the snacks, and then we got in trouble and fired for not reporting on the snacks. And we were like, but we didn't know. Like, we were all like, oh, we didn't know we were supposed to do that. We were just as dumb as we are in real life. Okay. <laughs> a, a, like half, Maybe dumber. Like a half semi-truck pulls up. <laughs> what? And, and we're responsible to, like, unload this, like prop and costume trailer into the truck just the two of us oh. we go well, we in know there how helpful i am in that situation <laughs> trisha used to do this all the time for I a did. living she was a freaking badass she really like boots <laughs> and she moved shit and knew about it and i'd be uh, like i can carry these five small things <laughs> so we, i'll hold the door open <laughs> so we go to go in and there's like guy laying on the ground with blood coming out of his head shit <laughs> but we think it's a prop so we go on for a while just loading shit into the truck where is he 
He's by the door. By the door, laying on the ground. We just like step over him. We're just like we're we're so pissed the whole time. We're talking about how pissed we are that we didn't get to like sample the popcorn for the, <laughs> for the movies. We're like fuck this dead we're guy. Like, we don't care. Marshmallow popcorn would have been brilliant. Blah, blah, blah. You were like going off about orange flavored marshmallows and how they would like make orange crushed popcorn. Ooh, I it don't sounds, steal that anybody. I, that might be know. our next big thing. I don't know. So but you were just going off. And we thought he was like a, you know, just a prop. Creamsicle corn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You heard it here first. Sorry. So then we realized that the guy on the ground is Aaron, my husband. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just like, oh, poor Aaron. And, is this and I'm, like, I'm like, oh, shit, where are my kids? And they come in and then the whole truck starts Everything starts whirling around like fucking poltergeist. And we were like, oh, my God, it's haunted. Haunted prop truck. <laughs> I don't know. Were your so kids we like, okay or were we they, also, my kids, did they also have head wounds? We took my kids <laughs> off the truck. We fixed up Aaron. Your kids were in the truck? Yes, they were props. <laughs> I don't know where they came from. They just like popped out. Oh, my God. Like real life. Yeah. So we like took them out of the truck, took Aaron out of the truck. And then somehow Edgar was there too, but he was just like in a full on suit, like in charge of things. And we were like, why didn't you tell us what our job was? Uh. That was like the whole thing. Like he forgot to tell us what our job was. And then from there, just like is a sequence of us trying to reload the truck. And it was really a mess. And then the poltergeist thing keeps happening. And it was kind of scary, actually, in my dream. Actually, really scary. Yeah, Yeah. Like, like. We were afraid, like, this whole, like, spiritual thing in the truck was going to, like, kill us or something. Because it had obviously hurt Aaron earlier. (laughs) (laughs) That we apparently didn't want to acknowledge. We noticed that it was him. Poor Aaron. We'll deal with that later. For a while, we were just, like, stepping over his body. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, I'm like, I don't know what this says about me (laughs) as a person. Is Aaron secretly? I'm more concerned wounded. about snacks than my husband. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it, that was a good job. Oh, what the fuck is this person laying here on the ground? Girl, there's a person. Oh, it's Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. But anyways, oh, Jesus, That's it was awful. a weird dream, but a dream job. But you a know weird that dream. I keep dreaming the worst thing. What I keep dreaming that I'm. My age than I am right now. That's and horrible. I, <laughs> oh my god! Wait, I'm not done. And then I, I decide I'm gonna go back to high school. Oh fuck! <laughs> Except I'm like, but I already went to college, and I'm like, I say that like in my dream, I'm like, but I'm gonna go back to high school and like take a different like at path the, at this age. Yeah. But I like I don't seem like I'm as old as I am now. I don't. It's like a weird thing. And then I'm like there, and I'm like, and then the same thing that always happens in my dreams. I don't go to my math class. I don't know what they're doing. It's like horrible. It's so horrible, Trisha. And it's like so real though. It's like, it's like I'm gonna go back to high school and just like get this shit done again. Or and then I'm gonna do college again, I guess too. Wow, it's weird. It doesn't make pr- any. It's a lot of pressure on it you. It doesn't really make any sense either. It's a lot of pressure because you have to like learn new math now. 
I can't even. And it's not like I'm starting from the beginning of high school. It's like I'm going to do my senior year over. But I had a great senior year. So there's no reason to redo it. Like at all. Mm-hmm. Like it was fine. Like I don't need to do that again. It's weird. It's super weird. It's kind of stressing me out whenever I think about it. Because I'm like, I don't know what that means. I don't know why I feel like I have to do that again. Yeah. It's like I'm at a point where I like don't know what my career is or something, but I do know what my career is. And also we have this. And like, so it's like, that's a, part of my- you is like maybe yearning for the freedom of the senior year where you're just stepping off into a new like adventure. But it's super stressful in my dream though. It's, it's horrible. Not, it's not fun. Whenever ever. I have weird school dreams, it's always that I didn't study. Yeah. Losers will be shot. There it are totally finals. is. It's it always totally that. Is. And it's always for that me, it's weird. it's always math. It's always that weird panic, panic dream. I mean, let's just lay it out here, people. Shauna and I took, like, math for dummies in college. Like, we took, like, the easiest math class we could take because we hate it. But no, also, because we weren't weren't smart enough to take any other math class. Not smart enough to take any other math class. I used to call it low end of the food chain math. Yes. (laughs) That's what we took. And we scraped by. We barely made it. And... We took some pretty complicated other classes, but we could not do but it with the math. math. No, we just had to get through basic We're addition. We're like a fucking horrible stereotype of women right now. We're, We're like Barbie, no. like math is You know what we are? We're a horible stereotype of English majors. Yeah, we're just humanities people. Or we're so just, just... don't judge us. We're not a stereotype. We actually are just them. <laughs> Yeah, but we like exemplify that stereotype. We do. Like, we, oh, we perpetuate the myth. We're dancing around in a broomstick skirt, and we don't know how to do math. Like that was it, and it was true. <laughs> and both of us work in jobs where we deal with fucking numbers all the time. Now. Yeah, budget all the time, right? That was like universe payback, dude. My job likes to budget all the time. <laughs> budget all the time. <laughs> budget all the time. And I'm the worst at math, but I can do it. You're gonna spill your drink. You're gonna spill your drink. Okay. Anyway, so now we're do- done with snack book that turned into a weird dream slash other Sorry. thing. No, it's okay. All right. Okay, we're gonna do one writing exercise Fuck. that. Oh yeah. That leads into <laughs> our the rest of our interview with Dear Sherry, the psychic. Write it, bitch. Okay, so. Don't forget about Ben Tri Club because it's due on this Friday, the 15th. 15th, right? You oh better bring it on. with that Aphrodite stuff. Bring that Aphrodite love shit. Do it. Or not love shit. Or it can be know. like whatever you want it to be. It can be it's spooky. Just, spooky. I don't, we don't have to tell anybody because people come with the best. Right stuff like no. especially the last month I was like okay don't I don't even, even know give what you guys advice because you already fucking kill it yeah you guys do a great time. job so so just do let's that. get some new people oh yeah right hey, new people show hey. up write something also writers writer community hashtag writers yeah hashtag am writing whatever I guess we need to hashtag that more Please. to get them in yeah contribute tap your hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> Tap that hashtag. I, don't, I was. I don't know what I was trying to say there. I don't know either. But like, it was tap weird. your writer friends. But then somehow I said like, tap somehow. Hashtags. Maybe you meant tag your writer friends. I don't know. How about this? I just. I'm. I give up on this episode. Yes. Tag your writer friends. Huh. And I'll send you a sticker. 
or something. Get a new friend to come write and yeah. you'll get a sticker. Ooh, a button. Or a button. Ooh, Ooh. You, want, you want to write a bitch button? Yes, you do. I know you do. You do. I want you do. one. You I do. You do. Come kinda, on. Come on. Do I have to bring a friend? I Why am I talking friends. to a two-year-old? Like, what's <laughs> You're my only friend. So I already brought you and you brought me. I'm here. You're here. We're done. Okay, we got it. All right, so here's our so we did a list for our write it bitch this week because we've been thinking a lot about psychic things. Yes. So we made a list of psychic things. Yes, we to did. To go <laughs> with our psychic episodes. So, here's our list of psychic things because there was something in this episode where I was like, "Oh, I want to use that in a character." And I need to re-listen to all of the interviews carefully because something Sherry said made me think like, "Oh my gosh, like we should put I that I saw that when we left. I was like, and we the, have to put this yeah, in. But in the, but there was something specific. Yeah. I can't remember what it is right now. I need to like literally listen to it and keep stopping it because I, I don't remember. But um, anyway, list you of will. psychic things. Okay. So here are a few. I will read a few and then Trisha will read a few. Dead people talking to you. Booyah. Classic. Lights flashing off and on. All the time. Always. Crystals, just doing stuff. Yeah. No, I, I wore my clear Flashing, crystals after Sherry was talking about clear crystals, like the crystal, what she call it? Chain around her house. Oh, my God. Really quick side bench yeah. on the crystal. So yeah. I found, did you find the one that I gave you? Yes. And oh, I it's also, like a long crystal. I have a necklace one, too. That's a clear, the oh. clear one. Yeah. So I found the one that we had. Guess what happened this week? I totally forgot to tell you. Oh, no, I did tell you, I think, in a tux, but I, I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. Do it. So all week, Edgar was, like, dying from this backache. Yeah, yeah. And he's, like, super, like, he's not a baby about pain. He actually usually handles it pretty well. And he was, like, doubled over in pain. And I was, like, you have a backache? Like, that's weird. You seem, he was, like, incapacitated. Like, almost, like, crying. Like, and couldn't he hadn't move. done, like, anything no, big, big it was kind of like, oh, I pinched a nerve thing. is oh, what he thought, okay. you know, like, oh, Psychic or yeah, yeah, like I pinched a nerve in my back or something because that's happened to him before. And he's got a chiropractor and he's fine. And so we had him go to the chiropractor, thought he'd be fine the whole week. He's like dying. And I'm like, well, sometimes it takes like a day after the chiropractor. Yeah. And then you're like, it's kind of sore. And then you're like, fine, you know, yeah. so then I'm kind of waiting. And then I was like, by like the third day, he's like suffering like almost like moaning in pain. You're like pulling out your can't do Armageddon meds like to help him. You're um, like, well, I Take have some things right here. Antibiotics. I was like, go to urgent care. Like, I don't know what's wrong with you. It's kind of scaring me a little bit. Like, this is weird. Goes to urgent care. Too much pain. Tells him he pulled a muscle because he thought that's what <laughs> yeah, he did. So they just gave him a bunch of drugs. <laughs> really? Because that's what they do. I'll, I'll share later. Oh, and, I pulled a muscle. Or maybe I'll hold on to some of them for. The zombie know. apocalypse. So either way, um, so then the next day he was like doing this all, he not kept helping. He was like doing all these stretches, he'd taken pills, he was like still like in a lot of pain. And then the next day, I don't know, I'm losing track of the days, but anyway, like then the last day, he's like he's kind of feeling like messed up. And I'd given him like these like patches that you put their asper cream. So yeah, they yeah. like numb your nerves and stuff. And it you feel better at least anyway. Okay. Sorry. This is a super long story. I didn't mean for it to be so long. The last day he comes like running out of the bathroom and he's like, 
Shauna, I think I passed a kidney stone. Holy shit. And so then we both run. <laughs> Look at the toilet. Like, Let like, me see. What that's it how it is. Like, yeah. No, and it looks like little like pieces of gravel. Oh, wow. Like not that big though. Like little like. Did and it really, I, really hurt? He said it didn't hurt when it came out. It was it's the passing through. So the back oh. was his kidney. So the rest of the day, and he nobody, was like, no doctor. Like, the rest of the day, he's like peeing out gravel. Oh my fucking god! But he was like fine, but and actually he was like it doesn't hurt. At it, that point, it hurt he was all like before. Over it. Yeah, yeah, it hurt all before. <gasps> And I think he'd broken it up because he had stretched so much. He was doing like the tennis ball on his back. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, all, yeah. So I almost feel like he broke them up yeah. himself accidentally, not yeah. knowing that's what it was. Okay, so. Holy shit, you guys, if your back hurts bad and it's not a muscle thing, because there's a difference what between muscle What does have to do with pain. the crystal? Oh, I gave him the crystal to hold oh. it. <laughs> I forgot why I started telling the story. When he peed the gravel? No, when he was just in pain, I was like, hold on to this. I don't know. I just was like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, here's a crystal that I found in my house. (laughs) This will protect you. I don't know. You don't know what to do anymore when somebody's like dying in pain. Like You're kind of like, oh my God, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like, And I kept telling him to go to the doctor. It's crazy that no doctor like diagnosed it. Well, I think when he went, he was like... I think, think I pulled I a muscle. Or, yeah, you yeah. know, and he was like all like normal about it. And they and were the guy, probably like push, push, push. Oh yeah, how it hurts. Seems like you hurt yourself. Yeah. Here's some medicine. When they should have done an ultrasound on his kidneys or whatever. But he didn't say it was like, you know what I mean? Well, like, you can't diagnose your own kidneys. But even the <laughs> symptoms he gave them were like not really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. He could have gone either way. Anyway, yeah. you guys, if this happens and the pain goes on for a while, go get that shit checked out. Yeah. Maybe mention check my kidneys, please. Your organs, <laughs> they're there. They got. It sounds horrible. Don't do it or do it. <laughs> we don't know. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. That was a long side bench. I'm so sorry. I'll you cut maybe I'll cut the whole thing out. Cut edit it. I'm just kidding. It's a great story though. It's a good story. All right. So another part of our list: people talk in your head. <laughs> um. You always get to pick the shortest line at the grocery store. We both have a trouble with that. I mean, I feel like that's like, if I was psychic, that'd be like the first thing I would do. Because yeah. you always pick the line and then you're like, this line's short. There's only one yeah. lady and she has like one thing and then she's using five coupons and like writing a check and like. Target too. It's, uh, what what the fuck? Nobody writes a and check And then anymore. we would like to know, and Sherry, maybe this is a follow-up question for you. <laughs> Can we, you win the lottery? Or can you tell us how to win it? Yeah. Or dude. can you help us pick the numbers? Dude. We'll split or can it. we say the numbers? We'll split it three ways and you can just like wink. Yeah, if you can we like the nod. Right. Yeah. Or like if it's right. Wink twice. Yeah. You for can yes. like flip your fairy hair and like <laughs> if it's wrong, you can like spit. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Why did you spit? That's <laughs> weird. All right. Do you want to do the last ones? Oh, yeah. Wait. <laughs> so where were we? Win the lottery. Okay. You know about tarot cards. So, like, we think psychics know about that. They do. Auras are a thing you can see. They are. Chakras don't shock you. (laughs) We had to end with, like, a bad, horrible pun. (sighs) So that's our list. Sorry, I had a big side bench kidney stone story in the middle. It's okay. I bet Sherry would have been able to, like, see that show. Yeah, she would have been like, it's a kidney stone. She'd be like, hi, Edgar. I don't want to give you too much information, but... Your kidneys are 
fire. Yeah. And there's like a bunch of rocks in there. Yeah. Apparently you're supposed to drink like lemon, lemon, like lemon juice. Just lemon. Lemonade. There's a lot of lemon. Make lemonade out of that shit. Oh, God. It's horrible. Poor guy. I'm so sorry. I know. That was a weird writing prompt that went in a weird direction. It's okay. awful for him, though. So, don't, he's fine now. Don't get that, you guys. Don't do that. All right. So now... It's time for you to hear the rest of our interview with Sherry. Yes. Let's and listen. Here we go. So do you like to see shows or baseball games or other events? Then you've got to check out our new sponsor, Seat Giant. Go to seatgiant.ca and use the code BENCH to get a 5% discount on your tickets. That's to music, sports, and other items. <laughs> yes, and other items. So that's Seat Giant, code BENCH, and the link will be in the show notes. Oh my god, I'll do that right now. Click, click, type, type, type. Look type, at that, type. happy customer, saving Ooh. 5% with code BENCH. Guests on the bench. Which the thing is, I think is so amazing about spirit and angels and guides and stuff is that they're always there to help us in every possible way. We just don't ever ask them. Yeah. How do I ask them for help? You just, I just ask. Can you see that I'm struggling? No. Well, I need all these things. I need the stones. I need the, uh, yeah, I'm going to sage myself. It's it's literally about. I love the asking for help. All about gratitude. Um, when you start with gratitude of just thank you for being with me. I know you're there. Thank you for being with me. And what here's what I'd like help with mm-hmm. for my highest and best. But then you have to release it, okay? Because we get this idea in our head that it's going to look like this, mm-hmm. okay? And then we can only see. It's like looking through a keyhole. Do you ever hear that? It's like an old Indian story about three guys that were touching an elephant, and they asked each, and they were blindfolded, and they each were touching a different part of the elephant, and they asked them to describe what they were touching and and what is this, and they all said different things, and nobody understood that they were touching an elephant because one guy was touching the tusk and one guy was touching the tail and the other guy was touching the leathery skin of the body and so they all had this myopic view and Mm. that's where we are we have this myopic view we have this idea that we're going to um have um, I want this to happen. Okay, so um, you all know that I am a director with Mary Kay. So when I earned my first pink Cadillac, I always had it in my mind that it was going to be the sedan, the DeVille, or whatever it was at that time, the the car. Okay, mm-hmm. And actually, as it turned out, when I earned my Cadillac, they didn't offer that anymore. It was an SUV. So I had this idea in my mind, the visualization of the pink car in my driveway. And so when I got the car, it was so much better because it <laughs> It was bigger and it was faster and newer and it had yeah. the third row of seats and the hatchback and it had all the uh, XM radio. It was awesome. But I kept looking out my office window at my driveway going, that doesn't look like what I visualized. Yeah. yeah. So it kept like it was bothering me because it didn't look right, even though the thing was better. So we get this idea in our mind of what it should look like and we can't let it go. So when you thank them and you ask them for help with a specific thing, let it go because they're going to deliver it better than what you have even already put together in your mind. But we limit them because humans have free will and limit their ability to 
help us because they won't intervene if we don't ask. They won't just, they don't psychic without permission either. They won't just come in if we don't ask them. But then you have to let them move the cogs and the pieces around, which sometimes is painful, to bring you the thing that is better because they will. Hmm. But we have to allow it. So can you talk about like what spirit guides are and about yours, if you're comfortable talking sure. about your spirit guides, or I don't know, is that what sure. you call them? Or if they're comfortable with <laughs> talking about them. So if, if they're they here for me. Like, to sign a form. Like <laughs> we a release form. Well, it's audio, not video, so it's okay. Um, I do. I have several. Um, my One of my spirit guides is my Aunt Dora. She was my grandmother's sister. She lived here in California. Um, and my younger son, Dylan, is actually named for her. Um, she, when she passed, she came um, and she would visit me all the time. And she would give me guidance and she would... Um, you know, blink the lights in my house. And they were like, if I moved from room to room, the lights would blink in the different rooms. And, and so I knew it was her. I could sometimes see her, but it was more of a clear um, cognizance. Like I just knew that it was her. Huh. And then finally one day she asked me um, to do something. She wanted me to call her granddaughter, my cousin, and tell her something. And I said, listen, old woman, I'm not doing another darn thing for you until you admit that you're my spirit guide. <laughs> so And so she did. But, you know, one of the things that was really amazing about her when um, mediumship came in so strong, um, do you, you guys have seen, I'm sure everyone has seen that movie Ghost with Demi Moore. And Okay, so yeah. remember Whoopi Goldberg gets, like she realizes she can talk to the yeah, people, real people and they all come flooding in and yeah. she's completely overwhelmed. So I'm completely overwhelmed. I feel like I'm in a mob, like in a, and like I'm constantly like in just like in a subway station. There's yeah. just millions mm -hmm. of voices. And so Dora, who was about four and a half feet tall. I mean, really just not a tall person at all. <laughs> tiny person. Very <laughs> tiny person. And this tiny little woman, and she comes in into this, remember I said I had a room where people will stand, right? And so she comes in the middle of the room and she slams down this metal pole because I was completely overwhelmed by the voices and slams down this metal pole. And on the top of the pole is one of those deli counter take a number things. <laughs> And she That's said, such a good visual. It was awesome because I literally watched this little woman and say, okay, take a number. And like, she never was like a, a cross person that I, you know, remember or anything, but she was formidable. Yeah. And so she, and she says, and every single one of them, they took a number and then they all disappeared. And through the time, as I've worked with people, they've come back where they were, when it was their time to come oh. forward. Oh, but she so silenced everybody she in organized my head. them yeah so not only is she my spirit guide but she's also what's called a gatekeeper yeah so um one of my spirit guides is um an old Indian woman who comes from time to time and I learned maybe a year or so ago that she's actually my husband's great 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 grandmother there's like a couple of great like it's not anybody that we ever knew. Right. Um, and then another one of my guides is my little hand that's been on my shoulder. I always called him George. So when I got a tattoo of a manatee on my shoulder, his name is George. So I put it right there because that's where my spirit um, guide is. And he's been with me for my whole life. It's literally just the hand, like from the Adams family. Yeah. It's just a hand that's <laughs> on my shoulder. Well, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Adams family. <laughs> but he just sits on my shoulder and I can, he squeezes. And I can feel him when, when, like, when I get nervous about something, I'm like, are you there? And he squeezes in my shoulder, and I just know that he's, he's there. He's like a support? Mm -hmm. or, yeah, he's uh, a guide, and he yeah. doesn't talk to me, but I do feel like 
a lot of times I feel like I lean or turn like to, and I'll notice things that I wouldn't have noticed otherwise of just like having a hand on your shoulder that could guide mm-hmm. you through like traffic or crowds or stuff like that. So it's very weird, but that's George. That's so. So cool. I love that his name is George. Yeah. Just, that's so, so that's kind of your team? Or that's my, more? well, that's like your main team. That's my main team. Most of like, we all have like main, the main guides that are with you all the time. And then you have other ones that come in and out of your space for specific things. Mm-hmm. So you may have someone who can help you with a professional problem or a parenti- parental problem or um, health issue. And so we all have different, you know, guides that come in and out as needed, more task specific. But you all, we all have maybe three to five that are with us all the time. And she's not with me like every second of every day, but she's there when I need her. So, but those are my guides, which means they can come in and come in as they want. So they are, cause they have my implicit permission. Yeah. Whereas other guides, it's like, okay, we're waiting, you know, and angels too, they're, we're waiting. So constantly, or I live in rains a lot. I don't like driving in the rain. It makes me very nervous and people are stupid. You know, you live yes. here when it rains, people get stupid, right? Yes. So that happens everywhere. Yeah. So when I get in the rain and if it's too much and it's making me nervous, I just kind of take a breath and I go, I know you're with me. Thank you for being with me. Please, can you make it better? I don't ask them to stop the rain because the rain is important, but I ask them to mm. make it better. And literally within a half a mile, it's like, like usually about four to six seconds and it lightens up whatever it is and it's just better. Mm-hmm. So... Um, and then usually about five more miles and I have to ask them again <laughs> because because the, the rain is important. Yeah. So, but I'm like, okay, I'm here now. Can you please make it better? So, um, but yeah, if you just ask, it's really amazing the things that they can do. What's the difference between what you're calling angels and guides? I was just going to ask that. Oh, really? I'm so glad you did. I was okay. waiting to see if you were going to ask me because I was going to, I was going to ask that. Just yeah. curious. Yeah. Um, okay. Like, so my legs are falling asleep. <laughs> angels are, um, non- human beings with the wings but they don't look like the little cherub valentine <laughs> cupid you know all, all i picture is like castiel from supernatural <laughs> like that's my angel those angels are scary yeah. though. actually really more like is the um um you know matt damon and um ben affleck from dogma yeah the yeah. arc the archangels yeah, yeah. Okay. um so because archangels are fierce warrior angels right. um but most of them are the angels are not incarnate like they've not incarnated whereas some guides okay. could okay. have incarnated and some are not okay guys so like that doesn't mean they weren't a person who died is well like my my aunt is a person who died right. and she had lived so many lifetimes like if you meet somebody and you feel like they're an old soul right they right. can choose when you pass you can now choose do you want to come back or do you want to stay and be a guide or right. just maybe you just want to stay and kind of take this you know next round off so she chose <laughs> that she wanted to just stay and be a guide right so, but yeah. when you're thinking no, about multiple lifetimes i mean yeah. It's really yeah, like when do you? Break. My, my mom mm-hmm. was in that same that same kind of state. Okay, where she chose to be a guide. Okay, because she stays with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then um, is there something that she's connected to your daughter too? Okay, mm-hmm. um, I remember that. Um, but so Dora chose to be a guide. Um, George has just always been with me. So George chose to be with me, but. To, to say that, but realistically, what happened is before I even came in to be this body. I had, you know, picked my guides before I was born. So they were with me, mm-hmm. you know, so the whole time. Um, but angels are, it's different. There's like, I want to say 
a hierarchy, but it's not a hierarchy. It's just different rungs on the ladder. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the guides are more closer in vibration to where we are. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just is about um, different jobs, you know, of what Mm -hmm. the angels do and what the guides do and things like that. But because there's no time or space, when we ask for them to come, 50,000 people can ask for Archangel Michael to come and help them, and he would be in all places because they have that ability because there's no time or space. Okay. <clears throat> and, like, now and later and all those things are, that's human constructs. Like, time is a, linear time is a human construct. So it's not, there is only now when you're in, on the other side. So I don't know if that clarified it or made it more complicated. Um. It's, well, I think it probably is complicated, right? Yeah. I mean, it's probably kind of hard for us to understand. It's sort of, I mean, I, I feel like I kind of get it that they're not. Um... Let me explain it this way because it is sometimes hard to get your head around. I've done a lot of research in my own personal past life regressions and multiple lifetimes and things that I had. And I found that I personally seem to have a lot of lifetimes that all were in the same century. But that doesn't linearly make sense. Mm-hmm. How could I be born in the 20s, die in the 50s, and be born again in you know the 1800s, or be born in the 40s? Or right. right? So that's linear time, which is a human construct. Mm-hmm. We have created that to keep track of what's going on. In the spirit side, everything is happening all at the same time. And that's the part that's really hard to get your head around, mm-hmm. is that there's only a now. So you start talking into, it's not past lives, it's alternate lives or multiple lives, and it's not a regression, it's just a visitation or an exploration or a remembrance of an alternate lifetime, another lifetime. So there is no... Yeah, it's no, not, it's a, not line. a line. Yeah. It's it's, it's like, layers. And and some people say bubbles and circles and mm-hmm. um but any of that stuff it's it's really all of time is happening on the head of a pin. Like it's all happening at the same time. There is no past. Like mm-hmm. um wow. today is Holocaust Remembrance Day. It was however many years ago, but it really wasn't because there is no years ago which that's the part that's really hard for us to understand but the souls understand that because for them they can go back and be reborn wherever they you know wherever you choose to because when you come here born you're coming to learn a specific lesson so whatever glory or hardship that you're having is here because you have asked that to be part of your life experience because you wanted to experience that. Your soul needed to experience that for its higher evolution. Mm-hmm. So it's very heavy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all, can I renegotiate that contract? <laughs> well, but yeah, the answer is yes, you actually can. You can. That's so funny. So, and you can actually do it. People are like, yes, well, that's where suicide is. I'm like, well, yeah. You know, people are like, I don't like this. I want to try again. But, but that, but you actually can renegotiate like with your soul's path in that gets into like dealing with your Akashic records and soul contracts and things like that. But you actually can take time to say, I want to, I want to redirect this path and how do I redirect this path? And, And this is no longer the experience that I want to have in this lifetime. And so it's a slow moving ship, but, um, uh, in, in, in a lot of cases, and frankly, in other cases, it's pretty instantaneous. So it just kind of depends on what you're trying to shift. But yeah, you can absolutely renegotiate. Hmm. That's so, interesting. It's kind of a fascinating 
meditational hypnosis kind of a thing. So I have one, I don't know if you have more questions. I have one more question. Um, so yeah, because I don't know what your time looks like, but, <laughs> or is it irrelevant? It's, 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 all, yeah, it's all relevant. It's all relative. Now is now. Well, and that's interesting because when you go with the flow of time and you can understand that concept, so hold on to your question, but because this is kind of an, an important thing when you, when you can understand that time is irrelevant, then time becomes malleable. So if you can understand that concept, you'll never be late again. Mm -hmm. You'll never like panic over time. And there's, you just said this to me Mm -hmm. a few days ago. (laughs) She said, I'm not worrying about my kids being late to school anymore because we actually sat down and had a conversation the other morning and I just took it when we were done. Mm -hmm. And I'm, she's just like, I'm going to let go of that. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter. Because there's so much anxiety Mm -hmm. about it. And it's like, why? I mean, at a certain point, I don't know. I had said, like, in Mexico, when I was young, when I went there, I was, like, exchange student. We would sit. It was It's hilarious how different it is. We would sit for, like, an hour waiting for everybody to show up for the field trip because it was, like, our class and another class from a school there. And I was like, we would never do this in the United States. We would just leave. We'd mm-hmm. be like, you missed the bus. Goodbye. You mm-hmm. know? And I, and nobody seemed stressed. Everybody was just chilling and hanging mm-hmm. out and having a good time. And I, I, it was like one of those things where it sort of, it, it like changed me though as a person. Cause I was like, oh, I've never experienced this before. I don't know what it feels like to feel this chill about time, you know? Right? Yeah. And so. We're conditioned not to. Yeah, no, yeah. we are so conditioned. And so, and they make, you know, with kids now in school and when we were in school too, they make such a big deal about time and attendance and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, you know, we do our best. I'm trying to be respectful of other people's time. I was like, but if. You know, if we're late, sometimes we're late. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something else that we need to do. Or like I said, I was having a conversation with my son, and it's not; those are few and far between. So if I get one, I, I'll, we'll be late. <laughs> I, trust me, I have boys. I understand middle school. I like they. I think they forgot how to speak English. Yeah. So after when they got back into high school, like then they started to speak again. It was oh, very man. nice. They came back to being like normal humans. There's hope. <laughs> there's always hope. But it is really interesting because, and we are conditioned that way. So it's constantly this battle between like the human brain and the soul brain, because if the soul brain understands time is fine, I'm going to, it's going to be fine. So, you know, I got to the airport early cause the government was still shut down and I was, didn't know what the TSA was going to be like, but I just kept, I just knew it was going to be okay. And we sailed right through. It was like a regular day in Orlando. The airport was totally fine. And I was like, okay. And then as we were landing, in Atlanta, there were like all these delays with the air traffic controllers and da, da, da. And my plane came in, the next plane went out, we had no problems, it was totally fine. My luggage got here before me, I don't know how that happened. In LAX, that <laughs> never happens. And you know, and I just knew it was gonna be, it was gonna be okay. And you can, you're never late and you're, or if you are, it didn't matter. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I remember I, I, I do show up late sometimes and it's never my intention because I also want to respect people's time. But then they're like, oh, that's okay because the so-and-so called and all the mm-hmm. other people were stuck in traffic yeah. and we all just pushed it back and it's all okay. Yeah. Like whatever it is, it was okay. And so yeah. there's no reason to stress about stuff. And I find that that works with parking too, which is so awesome because <laughs> then you have awesome parking karma because you can ask them to help you find a parking <laughs> spot. But you just know you're going to find exactly exactly the right parking spot and you go down that first row and you're like oh look a parking spot and it just takes a lot of the stress out if Mm. you can understand that time is 
malleable. It yeah. changes so much of how we understand and how we deal with stress in our life because it's so unnecessary because I know it's just going to be okay. That's, so. Yeah, that's an important thing. It's also remembering that you can ask for help. Yeah, the asking for help thing. That no. was so that was actually my, my question just like as a as a tip for like us and for you know anyone that's listening. How do you connect with your spirit guides? How do you find them? How okay. do you, you know? It's super easy. Um, it's it's literally about asking. So we walk through, we walk people through a meditation. And so we just ask people to sit quietly. And um, if you can put your feet on the floor, but you want to just sit comfortably. And you take a few deep breaths in and out to just kind of calm the mind. And then we walk through this visualization of, of relaxing and going downstairs. And so you're just getting more relaxed as you go down the stairs. And when you come out the stairs, you walk through, and this is just the one that I like, and you walk through a gate. And wherever you walk through the gate is a place that for you is very safe and comfortable. So when I have meditation, I always go to the same place because it's my place and I have kind of created it in my mind so that I can go there very quickly and I know like, okay, I'm coming out the gate, I'm walking over the bridge, I'm going to sit down, I know exactly where I am. So you find your place, a place that's very safe and comfortable and in nature. You want it to be in nature. You're not like sitting in the middle of, you know, Fifth Avenue or something, but someplace calm and quiet and we ask you to visualize that there's a path in front of you that's leading towards you and then you're going to invite your spirit guide to come forward mm -hmm. and they will literally start walking up the path to you and you can you know it's and people feel like their imagination is that using their imagination is like cheating or making it up except yeah. for when you use your imagination it's the way that they can communicate with you like the idea popped into your head that I, that I have a hand on my shoulder because I imagined it but why on earth would I have imagined that that was my spirit guide except for the fact that that's what they told me right. so those things that pop into your head that you would imagine because I'm not that creative <laughs> like I'm just not <laughs> I'm not an imaginative person. But these things that pop into my head, like I can see this woman and, and I can see what she's wearing and what she looks like and how she, you know, like she looked like she stepped right out of Dances with Wolves. I mean, but I, and I thought, well, maybe I'm imagining it, but why would I pick that? I'm like, hmm, logically, would you pick that? No. And so it's the things that pop into your head so quickly mm -hmm. that come from spirit. It's the question, the answers that come after a beat like people always ask me how do you know it's your intuition and not your wishful thinking or whatever right. mm -hmm. when you ask those questions if you get that answer it's like bam like before you can even finish thinking the question you have mm -hmm. a visual or an auditory some kind of an answer that's spirit so when you sit down and you ask them to come to you and mm -hmm. you may have to wait because sometimes the path is long and they have to you know get on up there um but be patient and wait for them to come walking up the path to you and they will show themselves to you. But what you imagine that you're seeing walking up the path, I promise you is real. You have to trust it. Mm -hmm. well, you, have to, you have to like believe in yourself and your own ability to, mm -hmm. that you're not falsifying something. Like I, I, I can see how people wouldn't. Well, know. I mean, and just like to talk about like our writing community and stuff. I mean, we, we come up, 
we talk about this all the time, we, but we like make up characters. All we the make time. up characters, you know, and then and sometimes they're very strong, and sometimes they're not, and we're kind of like, oh, we don't really know this guy. Like, you know, we talk about them in, in a similar. It's funny because our characters are sort of like spirits in that. Yeah, if, yeah, but if you kill them off, I can't talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh, man, what happened yeah, to him? Uh, well, okay, Sherry can so, call him Yeah, up. I can't do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm good at it. Okay, so, like, behind you, there's this amazing basketball hoop game that belongs to my little, my little, my little cousin. We're going to play that later. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's eight. But it's this awesome basketball awesome. hoop. My kids but, would love that. But, yeah, yeah, I want one. I but, it looks fun. It's like a thing from an arcade, right, with yeah. this basketball hoop. But so somebody had to imagine this thing, yeah. and they had to think it up, and then they had to draw it out, and then it became reality. So, like, we all imagine the things that come into reality before they come into reality. So it's not any different that you imagine a basketball hoop or a character in a show or your spirit guide. Mm -hmm. It's, it's all the same thought and energetic processes. Hmm. That's cool. Can you see like, okay, so if you're meeting with somebody, can you, do you have to connect with their guides or not? Like, do you see their, you know what I mean? Like, do you see their guides or? If I'm, if I need to, um, and I will ask permission. I had one woman, like you asked me if anything negative had happened. And, um, so I had one instance where I was under psychic attack and, um, this woman came to me and she wanted to speak to her grandmother and her grandmother was a very cross, mean, controlling person in lifetime. Mm. And so when I opened the door, I could see her and she was like, pushing the door closed she didn't want like wow. the daughter to the, the the woman to connect with her she just didn't want any information but the girl had the woman had questions for her grandmother that she just really felt like she needed answers so in that situation I was able to have my guides connect with her guides to get the information because they it's all kind of collective and so they were able to get the information from the grandmother and then the guides her guides gave it to my guides who gave it back to me and so we were able to get answers and um later that day that evening I was brushing my teeth and all of a sudden I just felt completely like drained like I was going to pass out like somebody was sitting on me I had to sit down and my husband's like are you okay and I was kind of sitting on the floor and then I was like okay now I got to go lay down like I couldn't I couldn't even get off the floor I was just laying there and I was like this is psychic attack like this is not natural there's something mm. wrong like somebody is doing this to me and when I asked I said well who is doing this to me the image came in my mind immediately of that woman the grandmother oh, no. And I was like, okay. She was mad. She was pissed as hell. Yeah. <laughs> she was so mad. And so, and she was punishing me for not following her wishes. But I don't mean to sound bad about it, but she wasn't the one paying me. But the, the woman <laughs> sitting on my couch was the one paying me. Right. So my responsibility is to her. Yeah. So, you know, you have this moment where you're like, okay, don't panic. You know all the stuff. You've been trained. You know what to do. And I was like, what do I do? Okay, so I remember I bring in the light, mm -hmm. and then I pushed all the light out, and I just, I thought of it like a bubble that every time I took this exhale, the bubble was blowing up like blowing up a balloon. You take a breath, and you blow it, and you take another breath, and you can blow it more. So I was able to push her back enough where she couldn't get, like she wasn't strong enough to get too close to me and then I asked an angel to come in and cut the cords that she had attached mm. to me wow. so it was a little bit scary and I was very energetically depleted because I remember that was it must have been a Friday 
maybe it was a Thursday because I remember we went to temple like the, like that night or the next night we went to the temple. And I remember like somewhere in, when you go to Jewish services, you stand up, you sit down. Yeah. And at some point we were standing up and I was like, I have to sit down. Yeah. So I remember still feeling kind of drained and depleted for a couple of days, mm -hmm. but then it was okay. And, and the, honestly, there are like vitamin things, supplements that you take. Like I'm very religious about taking B12 and B6 and things. When you do psychic work, it's really important that you're putting those vitamins back into your body because it can be very depleting. So, but that was really like the first time that somebody really tried to like get back at me for the work that I do. Oh, sure. But yeah, well she was, yeah. but, but that was how she was in life. Yeah, and sure. that's the thing. Like who you are here is who you are there. It doesn't change. Not some, Oh, step into the light. And all of a sudden you're like magically nice. Right, it doesn't, right. it doesn't work that way. Um, they can be more aware. They're definitely more aware, but that doesn't change who they are. So, mm. but now it doesn't happen anymore because now I know, like I knew what to I knew what to do. Yourself. Well, yeah. and that's the thing. When you know what to do, you're not a target. So in the beginning, I was very much more of a target for like dark energy and elementals and vulnerable. yeah, and and like energy vampires because you are you are vulnerable. You're sort of out wandering around. It's like you know some. It's like the girl in the horror movies. You're like, don't go in there. Yeah. You know, don't go in there, right? <laughs> but you on the outside can see and yell at her in the movie screen. Don't go in there. So I'm the girl that was like, oh yeah, this will be fine. I'll go in there. Yeah. And but. Now I know, don't go in there. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. but that's how you, but that's how you learn. So, well, how, um, I know you can do, oh, I love your socks. Manatee socks. I have manatee socks. And they have no slips. How can people um, work with you long distance? How does that... Is it's easy. Energy is energy, so it doesn't matter where you are. So okay. I work with people over the phone. I work with people like Skype or Facebook Messenger or mm -hmm. WhatsApp, Viber, whatever. Okay, there's um, so many ways to do it yeah, just, yeah. yeah. And I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook page. Okay. I have a website where you can, like, you can message me through any of that stuff i'm on yelp i'm on google i'm really mm -hmm. actually as long as you can spell my weird last name you can pretty much find me right, they're easy right. to find um and they can just message me so i i had a scheduling app for a while but it was just too much trouble so i really would just rather work with people so they can just text me or message me and i always would get back to them and schedule whatever works for you know, okay well stuff. we'll share your information in the Thanks. notes of of uh, the podcast and, and on social media too yeah. And oh, did you want to do any sort of? A I'm happy promo to. Or? Yeah, I'm happy to. I'm happy to offer like fifteen percent off of a reading or of a Mary Kay, you know, order. So oh, okay. I'm perfectly happy to offer. You know, I'm I'm perfectly happy to help. Yay! Yay! Well, so maybe if people mention two girls on a bench or something like they, that absolutely so okay. you need like a code word so like bench lang bench lang <laughs> right isn't that the new word yeah. i mean i'm trying to say up to be that, yeah. okay That's so they can put bench lang and then they can so have the code word cool. so okay. if they just mention that Love when they that. contact me or in the comment section or something no because I, I really have a feeling especially after listening to your whole story and the way you explain things i feel like it it brings people with doubt to the table mm. And gives them a little bit more of an open mind. And I could see someone wanting to try, like... I hope so. Especially if they've never tried it before. Right. I, I have to say, I think you would be a great first try for someone who's not ever dealt with a medium. Because you're very, um, I don't know, you're very warm and safe. Like, you, you, you protect the people you're talking to. I do. Yeah. I, I feel like, and I, I even feel, just from my experience with you working with me you you were protecting me from things that I actually kind of pulled out of you because I wanted to talk about it that you didn't want to say it out loud because 
you know, you didn't want me to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I think that it'd be a great part. Like great place for people to start. Yeah. yeah, you know. So I always try when I sit down with somebody who's new. Like I can tell the minute that they call me that they're nervous. I'm like, oh, she's oh, just yeah. like terrified or whatever. But I always tell people, I'm like, look, I'm a normal person. I'm a mom. I got kids and dogs, yeah, and yeah. you know, I'm like a normal person. Um, and you know, I always ask them to just you know sit down, take a couple deep breaths because it's going to be okay. And if there's something they don't want to talk about, then if that comes through, like we're just not talking about right. it, so it's okay. And they get to send, set the boundaries. And and I just always try to tell people. Like, I'm just a normal person. It doesn't, I can do interesting things, but I'm just a normal person. Right. You know, With there's nothing really, really, really good skin and makeup. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's true. I do look good. Yeah. She does. She yeah. always does. She does well. bring it with the, the, good, the good stuff. The for fairy sure. hair. And yeah. The, yeah. Nice well, smooth neck. How smooth her neck is. Oh my gosh. Oh God. Moisturizer. <laughs> well, it's always better to do, you Am know, I prevention. By a negative aura right now. No. Like, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. I'm like the grouchy, you know, Muppet guy today. <laughs> God, sorry. It's okay. Anyway, it's okay. <laughs> just stepped in a little frustration. It's okay. We can release it. Yeah, yeah. Sean had one of those mornings. Yeah, those. but it's all okay. <laughs> Five years. I'm just kidding. <laughs> One of those five years. But it's all okay it's because if you out. recognize that all of that is for your highest and best good and you allow it to unfold, it's less painful and you know that at the end of it, like if somebody had told me at the end of my nightmare with Bank of America that I was going to get like... It, they ended up, the government, get, like man, there was this Department of Justice thing where they had to make restitution for all the people they tried to screw ah. over. So we ended up having our whole second mortgage be eliminated. It was like $85,000. <gasps> I'm like, ha! So something yeah. good came so, out yeah, of it. Yeah, but if I'd have known that that was going to be the thing, it would have been so much easier to deal with the drama. Yeah. But we don't know that there's going to be a thing. But I'm telling you, there's going to be a thing. And so yeah. if you can hold on to the fact that whatever crap is happening is because it's shifting your life so that the good thing can can come and you're waiting with expectancy and gratitude for the thing it makes the crap so much easier to deal with yeah yeah for sure makes sense so you're not in a negative aura you're just being restructured okay okay all right restructuring i'll take it okay <laughs> there's like a little load maybe re- renegotiating yeah. i don't know it's just it's just reshuffling after reshuffling the assets Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sherry. We always love to see you. We have such a good time with you. And um, we were so excited to interview you and and, and record it all. So that was fun. So thank you so much. And we will share your codes, uh, the Benchling code and your information out there. And well, yeah. wait a minute. Are you using Benchling for some other code? No. Oh, okay. No, no. Well, I mean, well, I mean yeah. that's what our listeners are now. Okay. Okay. Well, so, so then they'll know. They yeah. have spoken. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I heard there was a vote. So yeah. I figured <laughs> how better to validate the people than to, you know, choose their words. So, okay. Yes, well, I'm very good. excited to be included. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Me. Thanks. All right. <laughs> now we have to turn it Thanks for listening to our two-part episode with Sherry. The psychic. By the way, did we mention she's psychic? We have a friend that's psychic, Kay. All right. You don't. We're so cool. Or maybe you do. Maybe you know Sherry. So then that... Yeah. That's but anyways, true. also, remember in the beginning we said how good she looks and her neck looks amazing. I swear to God, she's getting younger. Every time yeah, I've known her, her for a long time, and I'm like, why are you starting to I look younger? I swear to God, her skin is, her wrinkles 
or whatever. Not she doesn't have wrinkles. She doesn't have wrinkles. You guys. <laughs> like that's the thing. Like her face is getting younger. So the point is use the code benchling <laughs> on her Mary Kay site. I'll get to the point. To get <laughs> some like fucking firming lotion or whatever the sh- you know, whatever she tells you to get. We're using it. She'll tell you what to do. She will tell you what to do. She will diagnose your face and she will diagnose your soul. Wow. Oh. That's a lot. So you can. That's like a double whammy. You go to her website, use the code Benchling, get 15% off Mary Kay, or you can go to her psychic site and get 15% off her reading. You can do it on Skype. You can talk to her on the phone. You can text her, whatever. She's like super. And the code is Benchling. Benchling. So do that. Do it. Because she's the real deal, guys. She really is. For skincare and your soul. And psychic Just stuff. Just saying. She knows about all those things that we listed. She's super she down to earth. It. And it's like if one of us was psychic. She's down to earth, but yet in the clouds. Uh, oh, that's kind of stupid. No, but, but it's, it'd be like if, okay, so like if you were psychic. And yeah. I was like, my friend Sean is psychic. It's like that. It's like this normal thing where I think either one happens. of us could be psychic too. Actually, if I just we just take, like concentrated. Yeah, I just take too many pharmaceuticals now. I've blocked it all <laughs> out. But I feel like and I'm too floopy. You're way up in the air. <laughs> but like, I mean, seriously, like, it's that down to earth though. It's not. It's not. It won't be awkward. She'll help you. It's not like she'll help is, you chill. What does Oprah say? Like. She's always like woozy, woozy, or that's not what she says, but like airy fairy, that's not it either. There's something that Oprah says where it's like, where it's just like silly, like, oh, like frivolous, like people think psychic things and like higher, you know, higher power consciousness things are silly. Oh my God, I can't think of what Oprah says, but anyway. Sean's going to find it and I'm going to write it in the show notes. It's, it's like, if anyone is like an Oprah fan, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I cannot. For the life of me, remember what the phrase is, but it's what does Oprah say about psychic things? <laughs> Thanks. No problem. What does it say? Well, it said thanks because I heard you. Oh, shit. Sorry. Here's what I found on the web for what does Oprah say about psychic things. Um. Yeah, I can't really understand this right now. Shit. Okay. That would have been cool. Let's see. Psychic abilities. Oprah.com. Four signs you might be a psychic. Woo woo. Woo woo. That's what she says. She goes, it's not like woo woo. -woo. Okay. You know, like it's it's not. not, I just remembered it. Yeah. You know, because it's like people think of it's like, oh, it's just like fake. And like, you're just a weirdo. And like, it's crazy. Sherry's not like that at all. She's like very normal. No, you guys. She I mean, was like, she was like, oh my gosh, I think I might be psychic. <laughs> like yeah, when, like first, when she told us, she's also yeah. psychic. And so I like pushed this down about myself, and then I brought it back up, and now I'm like trying to figure it out. And it's a super down to earth. I mean, you will listen to the interview, yeah, but it's super down to earth story. Journey with her. It's really so, interesting. Check it out. And in the meantime. In the meantime, if you want to, like, help out the show, if you're just oh, yeah, thinking that. about it, strolling along one day, <laughs> you can 
Give us a five-star review. Share us with your friends. Tell your friends about us. Yeah. Reviews on iTunes, like Shauna said. Um, social media, we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We got a group called Benchlings. Easy to remember. If you've got a few pennies to rub together. Oh my God. <laughs> so I'm like an 85-year-old woman For right a now. poor papa <laughs> like me. Two bits. <laughs> No, so uh, you that know. would be Patreon. Yeah, we have Patreon. Yeah. You got money? Coffee. Go to Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> or just a small amount. Yeah, one buck a month, just a bit. Sir. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. Help us does it. All it does is go back to feeding the podcast and the equipment and the everything. So, thank yeah. you guys for joining us Thanks today. For listening and keep writing, keep snacking. Goodbye. Bye. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.